Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Three Pots Podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss something that should be taken as a serious matter, which is underage driving, especially for people under 17 years old. But before we start the podcast, let us introduce the members of Three Pots Podcast. My name is Graciela as the host, as the first speaker of this podcast, and you can call me Grace. My name is Dylan as the second speaker. And my name is Ken as the third speaker. So my friends, in your opinion, what is underage driving? Could you explain to us a little bit about underage driving? Let's start with Dylan, shall we? Thank you, Graciela. First of all, I want to say thank you because I can have a chance to speak at this wonderful podcast. In my understanding, underage driving is when unlicensed drivers are going for a short drive but often overlook the nature of the risk, and the consequences. From my perspective, parents urge to familiarize their kids with the risk associated with underage driving. Okay, so that's from Dylan. Thank you for the beautiful answer, Dylan. What about you, Ken? Hmm, in my opinion, underage driving is when someone underage driver uh, drives, especially those below 17 years old, clearly have taken neither and maybe entirely incompetent or unaware of road and driving rules. All right. Thank you for the answer again. Do you have any response to that, Dylan? Well, for me, it is proven that teenage drivers have a higher rate of fatal crashes, which is mainly caused by their immaturity on how they deal with the driving situation on the road. Second, Some of them have lack of skills and experience too. So just letting them drive as freely as they want will put them and other people's safety at risk. Those are the main reasons for me why people under 17 years old shouldn't be allowed to drive, in my opinion. Right. After listening to your opinion, I do agree with you, Dylan. I think teenage drivers have a higher rate of fatal crashes which is mainly related and due to their immaturity. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with Dylan's opinion. I think that there are a few reasons why some teens are eager to drive. First, some teens want to look cool in front of their friends by being able to drive or maybe so that they can go hang out with their friends anytime without having to ask someone to drive for them. Second, some parents actually encourage their kids to learn how to drive so that they can become more independent. Why is that, Ken? Is there any psychological reasons? Well, I just think that there are a couple of psychological reasons such as working memory, which is the ability to maintain and manipulate pieces of information in the moment and underlies the ability to multitask. Inhibitory control, which is the ability to filter and resist irrelevant or distracting information and to suppress impulsive behavior. And lastly, set shifting, which is the ability to sustain or shift attention and responses with changing task demands or different roles in different settings. Okay, so in simple words, based on your perspective, some of of these teams are not mentally ready, right? Yep, and not only that, some teens tend to go over the normal speed, especially at the highway, just to make them look cool in front of their friends. 
All right, Ken. Thanks for the answer. Well, what about you, Dylan? What do you think about Ken's statement just now? I cannot agree more with Ken's explanations just now. I think it is quite clear that these teens need to be guided by their parents first before they drive into the real road. Are there any other factors on why people under 17 years old shouldn't be allowed to drive? Yes, oh my god, there are plenty of other factors, Grace. Some include alcohol usage, speeding, drugs or substance use, not using seatbelts, weekend driving, and nighttime driving. After hearing all those factors cited by Dylan, it makes me fear those teenagers who are under the age of 17 when they drive. But some teens still don't care and aren't afraid of the consequences, even after knowing how dangerous it is to speed and drive when they're underage. Do you guys perhaps know why? Well, I think that they are just careless and neglect their well-being. They underestimate the consequences of underage driving. They only focus on satisfying their own desires, even, even if it affects them negatively in the future. Most teens, of course, want to escape from their school life. But unfortunately, some does that by speeding in the highway, even after knowing that the consequences is very bad for everyone. I agree, Dylan. That or maybe another reason is that they are simply feeling the fear of missing out with their cool friends or as we call them, FOMO. They see that their friends are all speeding with their, with their dad's car and they end up joining because they are afraid, afraid of feeling left behind. Yeah, I agree with you, Ken. And once they start speeding, they may become obsessed to speeding. They will learn for the instant feeling that they become a pro driver and a cool kid at the, at the same time in front of their friends. This obsession makes it hard for them to stop. They will start speeding every day, and one day it could put them and other drivers in danger. Accidents are bound to happen, and by speeding, they will increase the chance of it happening. When it does happen, these teens will end up regretting what they did. Right. Seeing how this is a serious issue that needs attention, how can we stop this? How do we help prevent those teens from participating in dangerous activities such as underage driving? Well, we could start by emphasizing more on educating teens about how underage driving is a dangerous matter and how it should be taken seriously. We could also over offer simulated driver training that could be used to train teen drivers with poor working memory performance to drive under complex circumstances with multiple directions or goals or while multitasking. Would you like to add something to Ken's argument, Dylan? Well, yes, if I could add, I think aside from paying close attention to the driver education and simulated driver training, the parents should also educate their kids about underage driving and how dangerous it is. It could risk their own kids' life. So aside from the teens themselves, we also need moral supports, especially from parents and family. Parents are responsible to keep their, kid, their kids safe. They should remind them that drive safely and responsibly 
is the most important thing. Parents should not let their kids drive freely until they are legal. But, unfortunately, some parents give freedom and trust their kids to drive themselves to school. I mean, yeah, it is a very relieving thing for parents because they don't need to pay a driver or they don't need to take their own kids to school anymore because they can drive themselves already. Now it is a good thing to give freedom to their kids, but sometimes parents need to realize that they still have a responsibility to protect their own kids. So they need to know how much freedom they should be given to their kids. All right, nice nice answer, guys. You know, we just spoke about how to prevent teenagers from underage driving. Well, what about those who may have started underage driving already? What can be done to stop them since it is very dangerous? Hmm, nice question, Grace. I think we could start by finding a better distraction for them. When you start thinking about wanting to speed, try finding something to keep your mind occupied. Maybe you could play sports, you could study, or maybe find other activities that doesn't endanger you and others. Oftentimes, teens really want to prove their skill and pride in front of others. Instead of proving it by speeding and underage driving, prove it by achieving something in the field of sports, academic, or music. If I call that, reading is also another effective alternative. Instead of speeding to feel good, you could also uh, you could read instead because a reading activity gives out a natural boost to the brain. Accommodate a little time to read something, whether it be some novel or biography of someone who is very popular or even anything that could be found in your room. Yes, Ken, I agree. Find another activity to keep your mind occupied. But if you find speeding as a stress reliever, don't do it to cope with stress. Speeding is actually not a good way to deal with it. Instead of finding dangerous activity to deal with stress, try finding another activity that are healthy and effective. Well, for example, you could try exercising by taking a walk, maybe dancing, playing basketball, and many more. I also advise to you guys to talk with important people in your life. I'm sure that you could find comfort by doing this instead of speeding. Stress doesn't have to be dealt, dealt alone. Communicate and convey you, your concerns and I'm sure that your loved ones wouldn't want anything bad happen to you. When you're having a bad day, remember that this feeling is temporary and speeding is not going to solve it. Speeding will instead add more problems to your life. Okay, thanks Dylan and Ken for your perspectives about underage driving. From our discussion, I can conclude that underage driving is dangerous and something that we should be aware about. Underage driving is very risky. Accidents have a higher chance of happening when underage driving is done. So teens and parents should be more responsible. Start driving only when you're legal. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. We hope this discussion about underage driving makes you understand more about the dangers and why underage drivers are advised to drive. That's it. 
from us in this episode. We hope you enjoy it and thank you for listening to Three Pots Podcast. Remember, drive safely and legally. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify.